Another week, another list, and number 10 on the list is an investment, a gamble, if you would. Let's chat about it. Number 10, Deadpool, Merc with a Mouth, issue number seven. This is the first appearance of Lady Deadpool. This book showed up on the list last summer, and back then it was rumored that Taylor Swift was going to portray the character live on screen in Deadpool 3. That spec has since shifted over to Dazzler, but there's still a rumor that Ryan Reynolds' wife, Blake Lively, may be playing the character. That seems a bit more likely, but this may also be one of the worst specs to take place in the last year in the event that Taylor Swift doesn't portray any of these characters. The 9.4 sold for 175 for an increase of 55%. The second printing, 9.4 Rob Liefeld cover just sold for 145 for an increase of 22%. And then we have a 9.6 of the standard cover going for $200. That's an increase of 59%. But it didn't stop there. We have record-breaking sales to report on. The second printing, 9.2, Last sold for $96 back in 2022, an increase of 4% this week for an all-new high of $100. But wait, take a look at this. This is the most expensive and the biggest record-breaking sale as it pertains to the spec on this particular book. A third printing 9.8 last sold in 2021 during the height of the comic boom for $750. Over this last week, an increase of 51%, someone putting their money where their mouth is, Purchasing this book for $1,129. A mighty investment, but oh, the risk. Yeah, I hope that fan is just a diehard Deadpool fan and not banking on this book becoming something worthwhile long term. Jen, by the time they're watching this video, it's too late. Man, it's going to be too late for me. I have still yet to see Godzilla Minus One in theaters, and they're pulling it out by the time you see this video. Godzilla Number One from 1977 makes it to number nine on the list. The 8 is going for 100, up 33%. The 9 4, 179, that's an increase of 25%. We had three different 9.6 sell above average this past week, the highest being for 224 for an increase of 22%, and the 9.8 sold for $530 for an increase of 25%. And this book has been a repeat offender, and it's been on the uptick ever since Godzilla Minus One debuted. Godzilla is still holding strong on the list, even at the end of its theatrical release. And moving on to number eight, we've got a classic, Alan Moore's Watchmen, issue number one. Did you forget about the animated Watchmen-featured film that they're currently producing? Because if you utilize Kotom 101 on Key Collector Comics, you wouldn't have just been notified, but you would have been able to keep track of all the hottest books in the world, just like the books we talk about on this very list. Support the show. Enhance your comic collecting, and let's talk about Watchmen number one. The 9.0 hit $95 for an increase of 20%. The 9.4, up 15%. Four copies of a 9.6 outsold the 12-month average for the highest being an increase of 42% selling for $232. How does the 9.8 feel, Jam? It's selling for $720, an increase of 5%, and three different people pulled the trigger on that book at that grade this week. Copies are selling above average, but the last GPA sale did place it at $685, which is that 12-month average. It also hit record heights of $1,375 back in the comic boom. We're talking October 2021, so... It's down by about half, like a lot of books are. What do you guys think about the new animated feature that's coming out? Do you think it's going to help this book? Are you excited for it? Sound off in the comments below. Yeah, I want to know their thoughts on what rock bottom is on Watchmen number one at a 9.8. I can't help but think that this will always be a book commanding over $500. I mean, there's only 552 copies at a 9.8 on the census. Next on the list at number seven, 
a much scarcer book. We have Amazing Spider-Man number one, the golden record reprint from 1966. Gem, when we started covering the Hot Ten during the comic boom, wasn't this one of those books that was a repeat offender that kept surprising us for how well it was performing? Of course, man. You don't remember the frick, 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 golden record reprint. We have a CGC 7.0 selling for $1,050, 9% above average, and the 7.5 can't even keep up, selling for $9.77, still 3% above average. The 9.0 sold for $2K and the 9.4 sold for $2,100, which is 12% above average. Now, Tom, why would collectors be picking up the golden record reprint? Well, if you look at a 9.8 golden record reprint, there are 22 copies graded at a 9.8 and one sold this past September for a whopping $9,000. Well, this past month, an ASM one pedigree 9.8, one of two in existence sold. And it went for like a little bit more than that reprint commanded. I mean, it went for $1.3 million. So what you're saying is if you can't afford the real thing, you might want to go for the 1966 reprint. I'm at Megacon, and I got to shout out some of my retailer homies who supported Crashdown with their own variant. Morpheus teaming up with Zuorzu, fan of the show, and created this stunning variant of our lead character, Allison. We have Beachside Hobbies, my brother Tony over on Whatnot, dropping a Drew Zucker variant all weekend long. And then, got to give a big thank you to... My bro, Jack DeMeo, a.k.a. Mr. Bolo, who teamed up with Ninja Funk's very own Alex Regal. A little bit of a disturbing cover. I like it. Join all of these sellers on Whatnot all weekend long and support Crashdown. Moving on to number six on the list, we have Amazing Spider-Man issue 19. The first appearance of Mac Gargan. He would later become the Scorpion in the next issue. And I'm not sure why this book continues to make the hot 10. This book is tough and high grade, and it's double-digit Ditko Spidey. The 3.5 is up 8%, the 5.5, 1%, the 7.0 is up 6%, and the 8.0 just sold for 800 for an increase of 18%. Here's the thing. Recent 9.0 sale... Put this at right around $900. I think if you're going to spend near $1,000 on this book, you need to be looking for the 9.0 or above grade target. And it's very scarce in high grade, as mentioned. Only 13 copies are graded at a 9.8, 43 at a 9.6. So it makes sense that members are trying to hunt for higher grade copies because there's a light Spider-Man 4 spec at play here. But this book is just tough. And check out that census. Did we lose a 9.6 and gain a 9.8? Somebody did a little crack press regrade. We've heard about Spider-Man 4 having a street-level focus. Tombstone was on the trending list last week. We were seeing Scorpion spec for like two years, but Kingpin has been on the minds of a lot of people since Echo and Vincent D'Onofrio saying he wants to reprise the role to the end of time. Could Kingpin be hiring Scorpion to take out Tombstone? I don't know. Let me know in the comment section below. Well, we move on to number five on the list with Iron Fist number 14. The first appearance of Sabretooth, which spiked up because of leaks but now we're seeing nine fours and below start to spike probably because the book's moving because of deadpool 3 deadpool 3 just wrapped and collectors are excited to see Sabretooth show up and get decapitated in the film we have a cgc 5.0 selling for 250 10 percent above average the 7.0 is up two percent the 8.5 is up 11 percent the 9.0 is up three percent and so is the 9.4 selling for 870 dollars Sabretooth War is ongoing in the comic books, so whether he dies in Deadpool 3, you still got stuff to be reading. It's supposed to be one of the most violent Wolverine stories of all time. And next on this list of 10, we have 
Number four, Omega Man. Number three from 1983, the first appearance of Lobo. Jason Momoa spec has been one of the longest lasting specs since January last year. It's been a full 12 months of Jason Momoa Lobo rumors, and we still have no confirmation, but we did get some casting for Superman Legacy, Supergirl. We have the House of the Dragon star Millie Alcock, who's been slated to portray the character. The 6 is up 15%, the 9-2-18%, the 9-6 is up 11%, and the 9-8 just sold for $343 for an increase of 2%. Yes, this book has approached that $400 marker, but in the last two weeks, there have been an increase of 12 copies added to the census, graded at a 9.8. That's nearly a 9.8 a day. Definitely not a scarce book by any means. Moving on to number three, we've got one of my favorites, Transformers issue number one, the first appearance of the Autobots and the Decepticons. Big thank you to my dad, Comic Pops, for supporting Crashdown. He teamed up with Ingrid Gala to make this beautiful portrait of an eyes open and an eyes closed version of our lead character. And it didn't stop there. He also teamed up with Kyle Willis to do one of his infamous mosaics. Yeah, shout out to Kyle Willis. I'm so happy he actually took the time to record the process of him creating one of these mosaic covers. You see him taking the tweezers and the little paper and pinching it. You got to check out the video. Big shout out to Mellow Fellow who teamed up with Bill Galvin for one of my favorite variants of Crashdown that has been produced. And that's not just coming from me. That's also coming from Ryan Sargent, Fire Guy as well. It's one of his favorites. Thank you, Mellow Fellow Ben, CBSI, and big shout out to all the retailers all throughout Megacon Weekend supporting our first published work. Let's get back to the list at number three with Transformers number one. The full nostalgia cycle is here, and the book is down royally. It's down, but it's got a lot going for it, whether it's the movies that are coming out or the comic book series, which we knew this was going to happen. Daniel Warren Johnson ending the artistic side of things with issue six, continuing Continuing to write it, but moving forward with a new artist for issue seven. Yeah, shout out to Middle West artist Jorge Corona. We have Transformers 1 spiking because it's more affordable now than it has been in a long damn time. Some people are like straight up calling this a crash for this era of books. You tell me what you think. The 7.5 is selling for 120, an increase of 28%. The 9.0, someone overpaid, sold it for 250. It's an increase of 80%. When the 9.2 recently sold for 180, an increase of 7%. The 9.4 sold for $268. That's an increase of 35%. And the 9.6 just sold for 400. That's an increase of 22%. The heights and 9.8 reach was over $3,000. The last 9.8 sale was recorded at 1350. Yeah, the problem is this book went crazy during the comic boom. That same 9.6 sold for $1,120. That was April of 2021. And the record high for a 9.8 is 3200 from June of 2021. Which brings us to number two on the list with Uncanny X-Men 130. Keeping the conversation going. Clearly, members believe that Dazzler will be portrayed by Taylor Swift. But... Seeing Lady Deadpool earlier on the list tells me that some people are looking another direction. And what if they're both wrong, Jen? All I know is I am sick of seeing Taylor Swift show up, whether it's Super Bowl news or the Hot 10 <laughs> list. I'm done with Taylor Swift. But imagine being one of the people submitting a new copy of Uncanny X-Men 130 to CGC. There's been 26 added on the census since we talked about it two weeks later. And getting the news back that you've got the sole 9.9. Dude, this is crazy, man. But let's let's get into it. Yo, we have a 
brand new 9.9 Uncanny X-Men 130. And I don't even think CGC started their pre-screening 9.9s yet. So what's in the water? I don't know. We have a newsstand 6.0 selling for 148, an increase of 13%. Direct 7.5 sold for 165, an increase of 9%. We have a 9.0 selling for 270, an increase of 22%. 9.2, an increase of 50%. 94, 45%, 96%, 14%. The newsstand 9.6 had an increase of 10%, and it sold for $520. Could this be the last bump before Deadpool 3? But also consider this if that 9.9 hits the market, which there's probably never been a better time for it to happen, which is kind of crazy to think about considering the market conditions. Could that adjust the entire foundation of this book? Have we not? seen the top of this mountain yet yeah that's a good question what do you do do you sell it now at the peak of all the hype do you hold out and hope that taylor swift really does show up as dazzler and will that have long-term effects on the book at the end of the day it's still a great 9.9 for a key x-men issue one per box in the mystery mail call this month we do have an em guest vengeance of moon knight virgin variant and we also have some Peach Momoko, Avengers Twilight, Trade Dress, Spider-Man cover going in one per box, ComicTom101.com to support the show. We'll send you comic books every single month. And, Jem, I just announced that for the first time. No one knew we were putting Peach in every single box. Peach is for everybody. Peter Parker in the cemetery, Avengers Twilight, Chip Zdarsky, Comic Tom mail call. You got to sign up. Number one, the hottest book in the world is New Mutants 98, the first appearance of Deadpool. We have the first appearance of Copycat in Gideon as well, but I can't help but think Deadpool wrapping up and being the only Marvel-featured film this year has propelled this to the number one book to hunt for. No, that makes sense. This is the most important Marvel character when it comes to the movies for 2024. The movie wrapped. We're excited to see it. And we have a lot of sales to talk about. I mean, this is the reason why I made the list. The newsstand 7.5 is up 8%. The direct market 8.0 is up 7%. The 9.0 is up 10%. The 9.4 is up 11%. We got a newsstand 9.4 selling for $550. That's 12% above its 12-month average. The direct market 9.6 is up 7%. And Tom, hit him with the top two. The newsstand 9.6 sold for $750, an increase of 1%. And the newsstand 9.8 just sold for $3,000, an increase of 11%. And we may have just been revealed the first synopsis from Marvel Japan's website. You ready for this, Gem? Because it's loosely translated. Hit me with it. That irresponsible hero Deadpool will change the history of the MCU with the Wolverine? I can't help but feel like we're going to see Deadpool kills the Fox universe. I love them dropping the F-bomb. It lets us know that this isn't going to be your typical cookie-cutter MCU movie. Do you own any of these books? Are you buying any of these books? Is it going to be Taylor Swift Dazzler or Taylor Swift Lady Deadpool or Taylor Swift nothing? Let me know your thoughts. And I'll see you at Megacon, as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said.